So we're back. We are back. Hello again and welcome again to Z Targeting's uh, 2018 Game of the Year deliberations, to steal the phrase from uh, Giant Bomb. Uh, I'm we, yeah, we, we put 100 games on an island, and these are the games that came out. Didn't they make that joke too? No, I don't think so. Oh, somebody, somebody, I swear like, I dude, do you know how many Battle Royale jokes have been made this year yeah. of just dropping things on an island and figure out who comes out on top? Yeah. So I guess technically we stole it from everybody. Well, I'm Luke, and today I'm joined by Dakota Martinez. What's going on, guys? Yeah. So let's <laughs> get right into it. I'm um, getting back right into it to the awards. Um, so let's go to biggest disappointment. It's not really an ar- it's not really an argument. Okay, so obviously <laughs> you got Bethesda Softworks, Bethesda Game Studios with their. Um, release, but it was anything else disappointing? Uh, uh no. Well, what do we have on the list? There is nothing on the list. Uh, that, that's not a list. Uh, okay, let me pull up the release calendar, and then Dakota, why don't you, you you're the only one that, like, played it, or, did you play it? The, uh... 76? Nope. But I know it was a big disappointment for me. That's why I didn't pick I, it up. Time out. I don't... That's <sighs> why so I didn't pick it up. It, it was a disappointment, but... The drop-off was the problem, I think. Because, like, when were you saying online... An online-only Fallout game? I'm actually kind of excited. But then whenever you find out later on that it's made on Gamebryo, which is a problem, and none of it works... And then they still don't decide to actually change their, like, bugs and glitches. They don't just, they don't fix any of them. That's another issue. It's just, that, the game itself is fine. They, they just didn't fix it. So their, like, quality assurance team is terrible. That's the disappointment. So can we change this to, to Bethesda's quality assurance team? As the biggest disappointment? I guess. We don't have biggest disappointing game. We just say biggest disappointment. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so what about Sea of Thieves? I don't think that was a disappointment, especially now. What about Nintendo Labo? I don't think that was a disappointment. Yeah. I would gladly build any of that. I would rather go to the store and pick up a Nintendo Labo and then fall out. have my way with that and then fall out 76. Um, I thought the Secret of Mana remake was disappointing because yeah. it wasn't very good. I didn't play it, but I know a lot of people disliked it. I mean, a lot, of, a lot when it came out, a lot of people were like, "Just play it on your SNES Classic." There's no point to spending forty bucks on it. Um, I yeah, I don't think that. What about Shaq Fu, A Legend Reborn? That was never even a contention, a contender for like anything other than best Shaq game, best basketball game. Yeah, like it was. It was never going to be an actual serious game. One thing that I was pretty disappointed by this year uh, was uh, Square's Final Fantasy Fifteen press conference. So they had released four DLC packs, then released like the the Game of the Year edition. At the same around that time, I think they did some major updates for Xbox One X and PS4 Pro. So the game kind of felt fairly new at that point. Once all that stuff was released, mm-hmm. 
that they announced that they're going to do four more DLC packs in 2019. And it was um, characters that a lot of people, myself included, were interested to play. Uh, younger Noctis, the fucking like Valkyrie mercenary lady. That would have been awesome. Um, so they announced these additional DLC packs. I'm like, that they're fleshing out the game world more. It's such a big game world with a, you know, kind of a broad story. So I'm, I'm excited to see more of this. So they hold a press conference. I'm like, okay, we're going to get the DLC release dates. We're going to see trailers or something <laughs> of this DLC. And they say, uh, it's canceled. I'm leaving the company and the studio is shutting down. Right. So that was a very disappointing moment for me because it was just a complete, like Square Enix, get your shit together. Like, why hold a press conference for that? Like, well, not only that, but and just hyping they, it up. They made so many just bad decisions overall. Yeah, like um, the letting Hitman go. I mean, that wasn't this year, but letting Hitman go. That was bad. They they've canceled so much stuff. What are they releasing anymore? Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> That's turning out well. See, the thing is amazing. No. Jealous. It got great reviews. It got decent reviews. It got it's like reviews. high eighties. It's really? like eighty-eight or something. Everybody else, uh, no, it's, it's the I end mean, of an era. It's decent. Oh, Dang. nice job! Damn, bad YouTuber. Mm. There we go. Fixed. I can edit that out. Um, yeah, I don't see anything else. That was disappointing. Okay, Fallout seventy-six. Slash Bethesda's quality assurance. Team. Yeah, I mean we could talk about the Philip Mewson stuff. Nah, <laughs> that was just whack. That was dumb. Okay, best story. Is this once again? This is not really well. I don't think it's much of an argument, but there's some games in contention. Like I think. okay. So I think going into this uh, total spoiler warning, this entire topic, if you didn't finish every game in 2018, don't listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> From no. here on out, please do not listen. It's, no, um, It's going to get crazy. I think we're going to talk about Red Dead, God of War, Spider-Man are the ones that I would uh, include in this. So those are the ones that I would plan on having spoilers for. So... Well, I'll start with Spider-Man. Um, I guess I, I wouldn't argue that it's the best by any means of the year. Uh, it's kind of cut and dry relatively throughout the main story. The The whole premise that the game is not an origin story and you jump right in and you don't have to deal with all that stuff is great, which you know they did with Spider-Man Homecoming and everything. Not having to worry about that side of things is good. The, the main chunk of the game is, you know, it's fine. I guess really where, where the biggest impression was left for me was the ending and, and the final part of the game. I mean, I, you know, the big twist was Doc Ock was, was Doc Ock. The, yeah. You know, that's... You, you knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, the stuff that happens at the end of the game, setting up the sequel, setting up the universe, I was thoroughly impressed by it because through the whole game, I was like, okay, it's probably going to just end and whatever and it's going to be fine and then we'll get another one in a few years um but going through like the final missions and then seeing the ending and the post-credit scenes i was legitimately like 
oh man, I am hyped for the next one. Like for the I, record, I don't know what the the ending is. I I haven't finished it yet. You haven't finished it yet? It's no, Spider Man. I like like literally everybody broke out. Like all the people broke out of You're the prison. Close. Yeah, I know. Like I'm right there. So I I didn't tell you this, but I told him that. So I'm playing it. Not I'm not trying to be like. What say? Are I'm you playing. are you role playing it where? You are only letting yourself use so much web because your web shooters are going to run out. So <laughs> that's, no. that's the best way to play it. No, but no, I um, so I'm playing it on a higher difficulty. Like I'm playing on the oh, highest difficulty, oh, yeah, yeah. and I stopped playing it whenever everybody breaks out because Red Dead came out. And the issue with this is that now I'm going back in there after I forgot all the controls and fighting the, the hardest portion of the game. On the hardest difficulty with no idea how the controls work. So, like, I keep getting my ass handed to me, mm. and it's a problem. So, I, every time that I jump back into it, I die a shit ton, and I get pissed, and then I quit again. I So, like, that's where we are. I'm not. I, I'm completely fine with you spoiling anything because I... Nah. No, go ahead. I won't do that. No, I'm interested. It's, just look it up on YouTube. Just tell me. I, I can't live with myself knowing that I did that to you. I told you Red Dead's ending. Yeah, I knew it, though. Yeah, so I kind of have an idea how this ends. So go ahead. I didn't know about post-credit scenes, so what happens there? What happens there since he's not going to tell me, Martinez? I don't remember. I played it so long. So long. It, it sets terrible. up Green Goblin. It does. Yeah, I Norman that becoming part. Green Goblin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Michael Morales gets spider powers because yeah. he got right. bit. I knew that. Um, I don't know how, but I knew that it happened. He, uh, there's a part in the story. Do you want to know? Yes. You've probably seen the part. I've probably seen everything. So Miles, I just want to know how it connects. Miles volunteers at whatever shelter it is they have going on. Yes. And uh, MJ had a spider sneak with her when she was on one of her missions. Uh, and then it got out in the shelter. And it landed hey. on Miles and bit him. So post-credit, oh, he's like, hey, I got to share something with you. And Peter's all like, it is puberty. I don't really want to, like, you know. <laughs> he gives him, like, the birds and the bees talk. And Miles like, no, watch this. And throw himself on the ceiling. Oh, I thought you were going to say Spider-Man bites. <laughs> no. Nah, and then they do set up the whole Green Goblin thing. Did they, you kind of get the hint that something's going on because uh, the son, I can't think of his name right now. Harry. Harry. Harry Harry's yeah. on a trip. Yeah. As you go and read journals and stuff throughout the house and the apartment, you realize he's not, and then they give that away in the post-credits. Really? Scene. Yeah, so Norman's like, by the end of the game, when you're in an Osborne Tower... He's like, I'm going to send you away. I love you, son. I'm doing this all for you. I know it's going to be tough. Blah, blah, blah. So Harry's obviously really sick with something. Uh The very end, you go into Norman's secret chamber, or Norman goes into his secret chamber. Mm -hmm. Harry's in there in some kind of, like, liquid container floating or whatever on some kind of, you know, life support, and uh, he has the symbiote. Mm, Really? Yeah, so the symbiote, like, jumps out. Right. Huh. And then do they do do Peter and MJ get back together at the end of the game or is that Yeah, they get back together. Uh I haven't finished the DLC cuz uh, I haven't either. Yeah, but like, does the DLC actually like go with the story? It does. Like, it progresses because, yeah, the story. So like the Black Cat, you finish like a Black Cat mission in the game. Uh-huh. And yeah, then the DLC I did that. ties into that. So you're doing some self work. That's the only one I started playing cuz then uh I stopped playing Spider-Man Red Dead came out and then I picked up Assassin's Creed and then I did official DLC, but so I will say this though about <clears throat> Spider-Man, I'm really disappointed in how easy it is to get a platinum trophy in that game. I'm not. 
I mean, I know you guys are not, but they, I, uh, when the DLC came out, they made it harder. Well, of course they did, like because it came with its own trophies, yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like. I don't know. The fact that... I don't think that you should have any sort of trophy thing, unless you're Red Dead, because I don't want them to do this. But where, like... Like, because you know the missions... Not the missions uh, in Spider-Man. The... The Taskmaster... The Taskmaster. Yeah. Master. If you don't get gold, though, you can still get platinum. Like, the gold has no correlation to the trophies. That's a design choice. Yeah, I know, but I just don't like it. I want you should have to get gold on everything in order to get the trophy for it. I mean, that's not how every game, not every other game is like you have to get exactly one hundred percent. Like yeah, I know, a lot of them are just very tough. But yeah, right. anyway, that has nothing to do with it. Right. Um. <laughs> so, so the game that you say you know is going to win is it a PS4 exclusive or not? I'm saying it's Red Dead. Red, okay, okay. Red Dead had the, in my opinion, Red Dead had the best story, and. I think a close second is God of War. I was going to ask you where God of War fell on it for you. I agree. The issue with God of War that I have is, like, there's... I'm not going to say there's a lot of stuff unexplained, but, like, you kind of knew how it was going to end. The only thing that was really much of a surprise was the Loki. You knew he was going to make it up the mountain. You knew that he was going to get rid of the ashes. You knew, like, they were going to come together and become a good team and a father and son team. Yes, they have their problems and stuff like that. But you knew that was all going to happen. It it was not – it was either going to happen or it was going to happen in a later game. I feel like the game is missing something in the story. I do too. And I – but I'm – You keep hinting at Thor, Thor this, Thor that. Yeah. And you're, like, waiting for Thor to come. And then you're like, all right, it's about to happen. Oh, no, the you finished. Yeah. You, yeah, you made it to the mountain. Yeah. Um, they got to set up two and three. And then, because that's what I was thinking, if, if they were going to have some more, because there's wars you don't, like, part of the story, there's no reason to go there. Well, yeah, there, there has to be, there's going to be more. Okay. Like, and not to mention, Cory Barlog said that he, he came out and said that there was going to be a whole bunch of DLC. They decided to scrap it. Because um, it was too big. Yeah. And so there's, like, another game of just DLC potentially coming. I also felt like, as you were saying, you you were missing something. Because all the bosses in the game were, like, they kind of were just the giants. Not the yeah. giants, the trolls, whatever. Dragons and trolls. And yeah, and, like, so it was never any, like, memorable thing. Yes, you fight the brothers. I forgot what their names are. But you fight the brothers, and you fight... Um, Boulder, or what? Balder. Balder, there we go. Um, you fight him. Then three together are really like the only actual bosses that you fight, other than trolls and giants and whatnot. So here's here's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah it, not a whole lot happens in the scope of the game, but it's to me it's like Iron Man 1 is, is how I think about it. Because... It, it does an excellent job of, of what stories there does an excellent job of telling. Yeah, it wasn't super surprising, yeah. but I feel like it was told very well, and the journey was so... What journey you went on was so fleshed out, and it it, um, it just sets up the universe that's going to be expanded on. So I, I, I think it's amazing that we went from what God of War was to what God of War, God of War is now, yeah. and they even use like how one-sided Kratos was as a character... And, and kind of use that as a strength now to flesh that out. Um, there are a few surprising moments, like what's her face being a god. That was that, that was surprising. Oh, the witch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair, 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 fair. What I don't remember. 
It's been too long. Like, we finished that game in, like, April. Yeah. So. I, I finished it three days after it came out. Jesus. I wasn't that quick. Um, the getting the blades. Yeah. The chaos blades. Dude, that, that was, was awesome. Crazy. That was awesome. I did not see that coming at all. And I just think, yeah, it wasn't too crazy of a journey, but there's, like, when you go to the Elf Kingdom, like, that was badass. That was totally yeah. unexpected. When you see the mountain and you see that black stuff coming out of the mouth, like, mm-hmm. and, and uh, I guess that that's just a cool-looking part, but then you finally get through the mountain, and yeah. that's cool. Uh, the fucking head guy, like, the way he, like, just tells you the stories of the yeah. land. Yeah. The way- even, even as you're, like, playing just randomly, like, there's never, like, those are the games you play, and it kind of gets quiet as you're going on a journey. Yeah. And you'd be just rowing your boat from point A to point B, and the head will start, hey... Uh, blah blah, and the boy in the head will have a conversation, but it's usually like not it's just new mirror, for, yeah, it's mirror for the record. Numir, Everybody yeah, keeps yeah. saying the head. Yeah, Numir and, and uh, the boy, they'd be just talking about the lore in the area. This is why this is happening. This is why that's happening. Oh, this person is like this because of that. Oh, look, the dragon's over there. Here's what the dragon means and stuff like that. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it's all like interesting stuff to the mm-hmm. world. So, like, I'm a huge Dark Souls fan, obviously, and the t- you know Corey Barlog and the team, they've said that they are fans of Dark Souls and Neo and whatever. Bloodborne. Bloodborne, yeah. So I f- how I feel about this game is it, do- it did Dark Souls, like, uh, environmental storytelling, but it just it did it in a more modern way, in a more mm-hmm. palatable way. So it sets up this huge world, and it sets up Thor and Odin, and you're, like, scared of them, and you never even see them until mm-hmm. the very end. Um, so it, it, like I said, it's like Iron Man 1, and... and by the time I finish it, and then you go to the end, you learn that, you know, uh, wait, Faye was his wife, wasn't it? Like, what the? Faye? No. What? They could, anyway, I, don't, I can't remember these damn names. Um, everything that happens in the ending, and then the post-credit scenes, all just set up the universe, which was, was very dope. Yeah. Was I the only one who would kind of stop, like, uh, say the head and, and uh, the boy are talking just to hear the whole story because I made the mistake one time where I rolled up and then they just stopped oh like and it was a nice transition like we'll continue this story later yeah, on yeah. and then when they continue and the boy be like hey tell me like about this like you didn't finish it earlier yeah. but I got to the point that like as I'm playing I was like well I'm not gonna go to that point because I want to hear this whole story before I proceed on to the yeah. whatever it is I'm doing yeah I mean I noticed that I never really stopped and waited just because uh, maybe a couple of times. But I knew that it would continue right back where it was whenever mm-hmm. you got back into the boat. So I wasn't too uh, worried about that, I guess. And it's really weird because I thought that God of War was really one of the first games to do that. Where like it continues the story, whatever they're talking about. But then I go and play Red Dead, and they do the same thing in Red Dead. Yeah. And I I thought that that was kind of funny. The like this is the year of continuous storytelling. Tell- yeah, Fre- no, Freya is Freya. Yeah. There we go. Gotcha. Yeah, his okay. wife's name is Faye. That you're bringing her ashes up. It okay. is because I don't. It's, it's oh yeah, Faye. Faye. Yeah, you're yeah, right. Love you're Faye, right. But she they call her Faye. Okay, we are all settled in okay. this regard. I do th- I do really like the way that it's an op- like technically speaking, God of War is an open world game, and I think it's but kind it's of, smart about it. Yeah, I think it's kind of cool the way you go like 
the world opens up more and more because the the um, Earth Snake drops the water, moves, drops the water, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And also think of how long it takes for that world to open up to you. Like it's start all the way over at the beginning, and like you climb all the way up an a-, a mountain just to get the head to then be able to talk to the the Earth Snake. Everything, but you already climbed up a damn mountain. It's the wrong mountain, but you climbed up the damn mountain for crying out loud. And then it's I just that part still impresses me with how much like everything is just kept behind doors, and you like and every time that you get through one door, you find out a new place. But this is not talking about the story. We're not talking about the story much. Whenever we come to that, like this is best story. This is not best game. Yeah, are you telling yourself that. Uh, yeah, kind of, sort of. Okay, so that was God of War story. Now let's move on to Red Dead. I think it's the best story. Yeah, probably. Give me a second. <laughs> yeah, probably. I mean, if you want to elaborate on it, but there's just... I just think that the way that it goes about itself, and I don't know, it's hard to like really explain why. It's just a really good story. So, I, I mean, I think um, th- this is just an indicator of how good this year was for gaming. Like, finishing God of War, I was like, there's no way any story can beat this. Yeah, I but, agree. man, Red Dead, like, once you get in and kind of, you, you know, you have to take some time to, like, get enveloped by it to understand all the systems, understand all the characters and where you're at and whatever. But um, just the cast of characters is so great, and they're so well-written, and the voice acting is so awesome. Like, it, I just love, you know, experiencing these missions with the gang, you know, and, you know, going out and hunting with Charles and then burning down, like, a Valentine with, or not Valentine, was it? The, um... Strawberry. Yeah. Going on a rampage in Strawberry, and then you're like, wow, Micah, you're a psycho. Um, You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, You just get to know the characters, and like I said, it's just so well written. Um, It does, I mean... It seems like a fine Western story. I thought the intro, people hated on it because you're in the snow and you're moving so slow. But I thought it was really badass. Like, it reminded me of, like, the Hateful Eight, where yeah. you, know, you get to your cabin and then you go and try to find whatever. And you find that other cabin. And, like, the freaking, the, 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 the fuck's her name? The, what's the Sadie? other Sadie? You find Sadie, but who, who's the other gang? Uh, the van, uh, up there, the O'Driscolls. Or... The damn O'Driscolls start coming Cole? out. Yeah, you got to come out the house and shoot them. Like that was that was a badass intro. That just yeah, it was. It wasn't like a, a summer action movie, but it was still a very like slow, methodical shootout. You know, it kind of really sets the tone for the rest of the game. Um, and there's yeah. just so many memorable moments. And the like, way that it all like like. I don't know. I I've said this a couple of times to you guys just in passing, but like I actually by the end of it cared about the game. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't think I would. Like obviously, I hate Micah. Get rid of him. But I wish I could have shot him. But uh, as Arthur, for the record, um, but I don't know to can to convey those emotions through a game is crazy and yeah. such a long drawn out game like to yes. still keep it to still keep that uh emotion so high yeah with it is 
it's just a really good story. And it's a really simple story. It, it is. And uh, that's why I think, like, God of War and Red Dead, they understood their scope very well. Yeah. So it's not, you're not telling the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe in one game. It's one slice, and you do that slice very well. Right. Yeah. Which I think is the, the better way to, to go about it. Um, I mean... I, I echo that statement because, you know, I played the game a bunch, and then once I started getting to the end, like, I just could not stop. I just kept playing it, staying up late mm-hmm. every moment. I had to get another mission in. You didn't grind like I did, though. How, how did you grind? I took days off from work and meal prepped and sat there for five, six days straight <laughs> and beat it. And everybody's like, dude, I'm, like, up to this. Or, like, I would hit him. I was like, I'm still in Chapter 2. I'm like, yeah, you need to step it up. And I literally, like, from the moment I woke up, you know, so brush my teeth, eat breakfast, whatever, and sit there and drink a monster or a coffee, whatever I had. Uh, oh, speaking of... 13 hours later, I wake up, hour, you know, all right, now it's time for me to go to bed, man. But it was so, like, when it comes to Rockstar games, I'm like, yeah, you guys, just take my money. You know, yeah. Rockstar could, their next game, they could be like, hey, we're going to charge you 80 instead of the regular six. And like, for still a ping pong game. Not for, ping, not for a oh, ping pong game, but you know, what and it's it's got just, a good story. I mean, their story was so just. I. It was such a great from beginning to end. Yeah, like you were saying, it was annoying when you're trying to get into the controls and things like that and walking through the snow. But once you come down off the mountain and it's like, all right, like we need this and we need that. You're just exploring and you're seeing NPCs have their interactions, and you're going into. I think it was Valentine that had the, uh, the war veteran. That every time you came well, back, he'd yeah, have a different he, conversation with you. He, did you ever finish that? Yeah. That motherfucker. He just wanted a hug. That's it. Yeah, well, that was one thing, but he also was, like, never in the, in the war or anything like yeah, that. He yeah, just, you like, find out, yeah. Ah, that, that's... Was, and then it was... Because like, I gave him money every time. Me too. Yeah. And, but it was also nice how, like, those same NPCs, when you went back and saw, and saw him as John, like, you remind me of someone. And he'd be like, who's that? Well, you just ruined something for me. I did not know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah, that's a minor. Yeah, they'll say, I know that. So, like, that same guy, like, you go back to Valentine later on as John, and you're just passing by. Same thing, you get the notification there's an NPC yeah. nearby. You walk over, and he's like, yeah, you know, blah, blah's in the war, still running the same scam. Of course. And he's like, you remind me of someone, uh, a fella who used to come by here before and all this other shit. And, uh... John kind of hints, like, oh, that was, like, I guess John, you know, being in the story, knew exactly So I was like, yeah, that's my friend Arthur. He uh, passed away or whatever. So it was kind of cool, like, to see even that, like, in that in that world, they'd still I'm, tie into each other. I wonder if you do the bad ending where Micah shoots Arthur, if instead of him saying he passed, Arthur passed away, if he says he was murdered or, like, shot or something. I think that'd be cool. Because Mike is a bastard. That's the reason why. But whatever. I maybe I don't. Know. I don't know. Wait, I have to go back and replay the. You're whole saying game. I should take another six days off from work and play the. Bad hey, side? I am not. I do not know your financial situation. So if you can afford it, yeah. I'm trying to finish two other games right now. I can't. I. I'm, it's not important. <laughs> I. Uh, I think Red Dead. Best yeah. story. Lock it in. Oh, that was quick. A lot quicker than I thought it would be. Wow, okay. Um, so I feel like maybe most anticipated we should do like right before game of the year. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, yeah. Which ones do we have left? Go to the other list. Uh, best multiplayer. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, let's do that. Ugh, that. Now, is that... Are you thinking multiplayer? Like, multiplayer shooters? Or, like... Just, no, just multiplayer, all yeah. of them together. Because I okay. put the two I have on my list. Should we say Puyo Puyo Tetris? That didn't come out this year. I know. I'm kidding. That's why, like, that was my first one. Like, wait, I think I used that one last year. And Did we do on. it for that? Did it win last year? I think Puyo Puyo won something last year. Because well, I was like, one I was like, yeah, no, oh. this, this game is great. Um, yeah. So I'm going to say... It's a toss-up between Smash and Mario Party. Uh, that's what I had, too. Okay, so... It, what I thought as contenders, Mario Tennis Aces, which no. I, I didn't play and heard was meh. Overcooked 2. Yeah, I felt that too, but it's dude, that game is so hard and so stressful. <laughs> yeah. That it can't win it can't win an award because of that. It can if you have someone who's no. overall supervising the entire game I and don't telling everybody what to do. No, it doesn't matter. And uh, I don't know how really how different it was from the first one. Oh, yeah, we didn't play a lot. I mean, you could throw things. That's about it. You can throw things in the first one. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. I'll bet you money on that one. You guys heard it here first. You definitely threw something. I'll bet you a bazillion dollars. Wow. This guy's going to be making That was their main point whenever they said, hey, you should get Overcooked 2 because now you can throw things. Someone's going to be paying alimony to someone else. For All right, the rest anyway. Of their life. Okay, so... Um, He's going to be paying it to me. You can drop things in the first one that makes it kind of move a little bit, but you can't throw I'm it. thinking of the move drop. That must be what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but it's not. Like, this is a full-on, the guy, like, whoosh. Because they have one. I, I We never played it, but they do have one where, like, you're two halves of a car driving along a road, and you have to throw things to the other team. That's in one or two. That's in two. But in one, the car, it's the same premise, but the cars come together. That way you can move back and forth. Okay. So, uh, regardless, um, I threw Jackbox Party Pack 5 on there probably just because it was in the the uh, Game of the Awards nominees. Yeah, that was... I mean, I don't think it was as good as the other... The, yeah, but those are the, like just always solid party games. But yeah. they're never like... I don't know. It's not a Mario Party as much as I hate to say it. It's not. And I feel like they've been struggling to find good ideas since like 2 and 3. Um, <laughs> so that leaves Mario Party and Smash, which I think, are, the, in my opinion, are the two contenders, which you guys, that's basically what you said. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly do not. Because Mario, Super Mario Party made it, it, it brought it back to its good formula. Mm-hmm. The issue was, in my opinion, they still changed way too... They, like... I hate... I mean, we played a game. They made the stars 10 coins instead of 20, which means, like, it's so much cheaper to buy stars yeah. that stars are now irrelevant, which they've been irrelevant for some time now, but I wish that they would... Rather than just being, like... They should go all the way back to 1, 2, and 3, and 4 for that matter, where stars were so important and it was so hard to leave. I've played a game with my wife and my sister where we literally each had like eight stars. Each. That's crazy because in the first three, four, you could – it was hard to get two. Yeah. So uh, that's – They hand them out like candy at the end of each match too. Yeah, that's another thing. And then it it makes it so not balanced that it drives me nuts. I mean, we played the game. I definitely won 
Sorry. Definitely won the most mini games. Definitely. And how many stars did I have for that entire thing? One. Because my wife stayed on an island and just kept stealing stars from everybody. I don't know if you guys noticed this. I definitely noticed this because that was my plan. Yeah. And there's only three maps? No, 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 no. There's, there's more. There's five. There, oh. There's four normal maps, which that's another thing. Their maps are really small on this one. Yeah. The first four, they were sprawling. They were all over the damn place. Yeah. But, yeah, there's four maps, and then you can unlock a, a fifth. Okay. So it's still not a whole lot. Yeah. But, I mean, that was definitely a conscious design decision of theirs to make it faster pace. Yeah. Which huh? is good and it's bad. I think they, they should have maps that are designed to be faster paced yeah. and maps that are designed to be slower, yeah. longer pace. Yeah. I mean, I think overall the mini games are overall pretty good. Yeah, um, they, they, they rely way too much on motion control, in my yeah. opinion. They rely way too much on motion control for the Joy-Cons, which already have an issue because, I mean, the Wii was good for motion control because they had the infrared on the... Uh, front of the the remote, whatever you want to call it, and the Joy Cons do not, so they have an interference problem a lot. I mean, yeah. how many times did you lose a mini game from just it not registering? Two to three. Yeah. See, and that that gets annoying. Um, and the one thing that I worry about with Mario Kart is or Mario Party is that the longevity. I don't know if that's going to be there unless they keep adding maps and stuff. Which me arena. Oh, wait, Mario Party, you said. Yeah. I'm sorry, I thought you said Smash. Yeah, they definitely need to update it. But I think right now it was like a proof of concept sort of a thing. Where, like, they weren't worried about the adding things to it until they knew that this formula is working, and now we can invest more time into it. I think it'll be fine. It's one of those games anybody could sit and pick it up and play. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not something... You could go to a party and be like, oh, what are you guys playing? Mario Party? Oh, sure, I'll jump in on that. Same thing with Mario Kart. You know, yeah. Where our other contender, which is Smash, it's like somebody may go in and like, ah, I don't really care, man. I'm not going to play that. Like, There's just too much going on. But Mario Party, it's like, I, I think it, it really brings in, it has a bigger reach compared to Smash. Where it, it's, you said it, your sister, you know, and you can, I'm sure you can think of plenty of people who aren't big gamers that are like, oh, I'll jump in on that. What do I have to do? How do I hold the remote? Yeah. All right, no worries. And play. We got my dad to play uh, See? Mario Party. There you go. I wasn't going to say it, but we got my mom to play as well. Yeah. My dad won. That was a problem. Oh, my mom. Damn. Mainly because everybody was, I hate to say this. Sorry, I'm calling people out in my family. Everybody was too afraid to actually take stars from him. And they all only took them from me. Well, yeah, the, your dad's, you know, the dad. I don't care. It's no holds bar. I hate that crap. Mm, you steal from everybody. You're trying to win the game. Interesting. Okay. You wouldn't be here right now. If I it. think right now, Smash Brothers wins. I think Smash is a better game. Yeah, I, I There's more that. to it. You're right about the whole, like, it being limited. But if, those, if people would just open their mind and forget for a second that it's a fighting game... Because it's not. I, it's a fighting game probably tradition, but it's still not a fighting game because they don't use... It's like you just try to knock each other off the map. That's it. It's not... Yeah. Uh, you have a health bar and you have to knock it down and so far. So it doesn't work like that, which me to me, that's the reason why like I don't... I don't care about Mortal Kombat. I'd like them. Don't get me wrong. I like Mortal Kombat, but because it's a fighting game, I don't care too much about it because I suck at fighting games. However, 
Smash Brothers, I'm always like, I gotta get this game because it's Smash and it's just gonna be awesome and bonkers and there's so many characters in this one. It's ridiculous and I don't have enough of them apparently. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> no, but um, there's so many modes. You know, they, they had the eight player Smash, which was in the Wii U one, which is awesome. They have Squad Strike, which is really cool. Uh, a ton of characters. The thing is, for me with, with Smash, is the longevity's there. Like, yeah. There's so much to it, and you could play it for forever. Yeah. I feel like I've I've taken Mario Party to like two or three different like groups of friends or whatever visiting, and then like we play a few games, and then it's like okay, that's about it, you know. Other than that, it start feeling redundant um, unless we take an extended break and then play it in like a few weeks. Smash, you can you can just play and play and play. Yeah, I I definitely think Smash wins. I think it's it's the best version of Smash since Melee, maybe ever. Yeah, so definitely. Um, so smash. That's what I'm saying. Bam! It's locked in. Okay. Um, only a few more categories for game of the year. I do want to talk about like best indie game. Uh, it's whatever you want. <laughs> okay, so I put Celeste, The Messenger, Return of the Overden, Into the Breach, and Dead Cells. Celeste. Here I'll give you Celeste. Really? When you bring it, because when, when, when the category is best indie game, this is where the art direction and the music and the game itself all come together, and then you realize the brilliance of it. The individual parts I think are inferior to games like Tetris Effect or whatever. Oh my gosh! But the, the design of Celeste is just unimaginable. Like it plays like a fucking like a ROM hack of Mario World so if you watch like uh, speed runs of yeah. you know ROM hacks of Mario World where they do insane tricks that are like impossible like that's how this game is designed and and as you continue to learn what you're able to do like you feel so accomplished and it's you're like I said you're playing like a fucking speed runner like a world class speed runner just to to beat the game and it's insanely difficult but um fantastic fantastic video game when you bring everything together. Right. The Messenger is great. Definitely check that out. Like, I would say that's, that's a solid 8 out of 10. Celeste, I would probably give it a 9.5. Um, didn't play Overdin yet. Into the Breach got really high scores. I, I bought it on sale for Black Friday. I haven't played enough of it yet. And then Dead Cells is really great, too. Um, but I think Celeste is Dead in Dead Cells is amazing. Yeah. All great games on this list, but I think I gotta give it to Celeste. Okay, best shooter. Do we even want to talk about this? Oh, wait, we did talk about Fortnite in the intro, so I think we have to mention this. Fortnite doesn't win this category. Moving on. Okay, I put Blops, Battlefield, Fortnite, Destiny 2 Forsaken, and Far Cry 5. I haven't played any of these games besides Fortnite. I'm not big into shooters. Moving on. You played Blops? No, I played Far Cry and I played uh, Call of Duty. So which one did you like better? That is Blobs, for the record. What? Call of Duty is Blobs. Black Ops. Why can't you just call it Call of Duty? He's the one that said Blobs, not no, there's, me. There's I'm just letting you know. I thought it was some other game. I was like, yeah, man, I didn't play that one. There's too many Call of Duties. you got to narrow it down. Um, it's a fact. It's going to be Call of Duty. Just because Call of Duty gets it right, where Far Cry, if you're encompassing everything else with the game, Far Cry is better. But I did really enjoy that blackout mode the few times I did play it on Call of Duty. It's really... Yeah. Especially you could play it... I mean, the other ones have it as teams as well, but 
when you do that team aspect of, hey, we're going to go here, we're going to do this, uh, we're picking this up, hey, pay attention to that. Like, you and I played another shooter the other day. We did? Yeah. What the hell did we play? We played uh, H1Z1. Oh, that was, so, yeah. not, that was not the other day. That was, like, yeah, decades ago. taking that into account and then playing with other people in Call of Duty, it's like, wow, like, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're Did going really over get... here. Gosh, um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Call of Duty. We can hate on it all we want, but they, they get their mechanics down right. And there's none of that stupid jumping shit that they're... Building, that's the problem. Before. You're, you're forgetting about the building. The building's the problem. Yeah, yeah, I whenever you guys want. I'm fine with all of you. You're the only one that's able to <laughs> actually comment on it. Okay, um, one other category. The, the one last one I, I think we should talk about before Game of the Year, the best action-adventure game. I think that's a, that's a, that's a, a tried-and-true genre that, you know, you, you kind of got to talk about. Okay. But should we split it up into different things? I didn't know if Red Dead 2... That's, I feel like that's kind of the best place to fit it in, but I wasn't sure. I was going to ask you what you thought was better. Should we split it up into, like, open world? Oh, no, these are all basically open world. Yeah, I think, to a point, all of them are open world. Actually, I guess, been... how different is this going to be than our overall game of the year? We should, we should just tie them in together. Because what's... But you can have... I mean... I don't really think that we should... If I had to give action and adventure game... If I had to nominate an action, action and adventure game, I would pick Spider-Man. Yeah. And I would, I, not only would I pick... I, would, I pick Spider-Man because Red Dead's won a lot. Spider-Man has not. And... There we go. And I think Spider-Man deserves to win something. It was a fantastic game, and it deserves to win something. And well, well, I don't think that's a valid reason to hand out an award, but... I do. Looking at these games and then looking at like our Game of the Year category, I feel like um, that we can t- we can spin action-adventure a different way. Because it- it, I, I don't think that Red Dead fits into this category. Here's a new argument. I, yeah. I don't think Red Dead fits into this category because... I feel like an action-adventure game is a little bit more fast-paced than what Red Dead was. Yeah. Because Red Dead was way too slow. It is, and an action-adventure game is like you jump in, you get your action, you get your adventure, and then you move on. Red Dead is just an adventure. A story adventure game. Yeah, and I think God of War's... I mean, there's a lot of action, but it's a little bit slower-paced. Yeah. You know? Um, so I'm down to give it to Spider-Man. Okay, there we go. Martinez? Martinez? <laughs> I'm not going to fight that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, most anticipated, I guess, uh, some caveats here because we're recording this in February, and if we would have done it at the end of 2018, we'd, you know, the games like Resident Evil 2 and Kingdom Hearts 3 wouldn't have been out yet. So let's uh, think about what we have been, would have been most anticipated for in early 2019. What well, we said, it must have a 2019 release date confirmed prior to. Yeah. This January. Like, I feel like... I put that because we don't have a release date for um, The Last of Us. We don't have a release date for... What other game is important? 
Like Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding. Yeah, we don't have... Yeah, there Gears f- 5. Well, yeah, we don't. A lot of games, really. So, you got your Resident Evil 2. You got Kingdom Hearts 3. I personally would say Devil May Cry 5 and Sekiro. Is it coming out in March? Mm-hmm. He's gone? Is anybody hyped for No. Okay, I don't know if... You're not hyped for Days Gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about bikers. I, care. I don't care about bikers. You have a bike outside. No, I don't. <laughs> Zero okay. bikes. Okay, there really weren't many games that had their release dates confirmed. Uh, okay, I guess that we should... That's, not con- that's, that's not nowhere near confirmed. That's not coming out this that, year. That we may be playing that on the PlayStation 7. Maybe. <laughs> wow. We'll see. Okay, so the, my most hyped game is not my most anticipated game is not doesn't have it confirmed, but it is. But it's been said that it will be twenty nineteen, but it's not like it doesn't have a confirmed date. It just says twenty nineteen. What is it? The Outer Worlds. Yeah, I I would say that's coming out twenty nineteen. Yeah, I think so too, and that's my most along. anticipated. That is that is one. Of three most anticipated games. That is my number one. What are your others? Um, in the Valley of the Gods. Yeah. That'll probably come out this year. It, it says that on... I'm looking at Polygon's list where it says, like, everything on here is scheduled to be out in 2019. It may not have a date, but it's still scheduled for 2019. Yeah. And, like, it doesn't include Last of Us and everything like that. And then um, uh, Sekiro, obviously, is up there, too. I feel like I have another one. Psychonauts 2? They're making that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Martinez, what are your most anticipated? I'm going to go with Kingdom Hearts 3, because I've waited. It's already out. Well, no, we, do we caveat that. I know, yeah. I'm just kidding. Kingdom Hearts 3, uh, just because 2 came out, and I what, what was that, 2005? I was a yeah. fucking junior in high school. Um... Then uh, after that, I want to say I'm hyped a little bit for Anthem and the Division, but I feel like I'm preparing myself for disappointment with those two games, especially yeah. Anthem. Uh, the Division, I think they're going to learn from their previous mistakes and do a lot better. Um, and then it's not confirmed, which I just found a little while ago, but I was looking forward to Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah, that's not an air Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luke, did you already say yours? Only finishes cookies. <laughs> Atomic Heart also looks really good. Who? Atomic Heart. I don't even know what that is. You're messing out. Um, so I would have said my top three uh, from three to one. Number three would be DMC5. Um, I think Capcom is has been making the right moves over the last few years RE7 was great Monster Hunter World I personally didn't click with it but it was I think objectively a great game mm-hmm. um, and then DMC like rumors started swirling about a DMC5 coming out and I was like R- who cares like it's gonna be fine I guess you know DMC4 was down the DMC remake I thought looked whack so there's fans but I thought it looked whack um, but they announced this game and it, it looked Fantastic looks fantastic. You know, it's going to be native 4K on Xbox One X, which is awesome. 
Um, the art design is incredible. Like, it, it, I played the shit out of three back in the day. Yeah. Really got it for like 15, 20 bucks and then played that one summer. Um, Did you beat it? Yeah. Um, so I remembered like the hellish demon, you know, environments, you know, that were made on PS2. And it really feels like they took that and just brought it into the, to 2019. Those things are, are, they're not necessarily realistic, but they're just so detailed. I played the demo the other, like last week when that came out, the second demo. And just the monsters are just so, you know, have so much detail. And it's, it's like just so mind blowing to see that vision from like 10, 15 years ago just be brought into the modern day. And it really is just really fleshed out. Um, and it looks like it's going to play great. Um, the number two would be RE2. So I thought, like, that initial trailer for RE2 had me so hyped. Just Did you play the demo? Oh, yeah, you ha- you won't play the demo. That's right. I have the game. Did you play the demo? <laughs> no, I didn't play the demo because I just got the game, like, a week later because the demo's pretty late. The demo's crazy. Is it different than the main game? I I don't necessarily... No, it's, it's definitely not. It's Because they're like, I, this is 30 minutes from the game. Oh yeah, it is. But uh, okay, the fact that they put out the demo—did you just drop the cookie? Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, the fact that they put out a demo that closes after you play it—well, after you play thirty minutes of it—is just—it's it, so different. And it was—I just thought that was awesome. It was very original. Yeah. Like I said, I thought the original announcement trailer from E3 just had me so hyped. The game looks so good. Um, I think the only reason it's uh, it's down is because it's a remake. So it's inherently not an original game. That kind of... Right. Like, it's good, it's bad. So my number one's got to be Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. Um, it's first thing FromSoft has done since D-Souls 3, so very excited to see what they've been working on the last few years. And I always love whatever they put out, even if I suck at it. So we do we have to come to a consensus? I don't think so. No. I mean, I, the only thing I can really say about it is that Martinez, you're wrong. Kingdom Hearts is not an anticipated game. Um, you're just jealous. <laughs> uh, that's really about it, I guess. All right, sing you guys the trailer to Atomic Hearts, more specifically to you, Luke. My sound was off. That wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do we have anything else to talk about besides Game of the Year? The Outer Worlds, dude. I can't wait for that game. That's the only reason why I'm saying it, but go ahead. No, uh, I think that's about it. I have my Game of the Year list. Okay, so how, how are we going to do this? Oh, this Atomic Heart game. Yeah. Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy for that. I don't know why. Dude, it just... It, uh, I like, can't believe you haven't seen it yet. You haven't seen the trailer? It's actually a real well, Describe it to me. It's Bioshock. Yeah. But set in Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. And, like, all... I probably saw it. But Soviet... The Soviets created, like, all these, like, uh, robots to do things. So, like, 
and they've taken over. So you as a Soviet have, like are going through this like world built uh, with all these robots and all these robots are there to kill you. And they're like they okay, we gotta, we gotta, crazy. We don't have time for this. We gotta move on. Yeah, it's it's nuts. All right, most uh, game of the year. So, do we want to do our own personal list first, or what? Or, or do uh, those I after? Think, I think we should do our own personal list. Start with whatever number you want. But I think we should do like 10, 10, 10, 9, 9, 9, 8, 8, 8. You get what I mean? Yeah. Um, and then I think that at the end of it, we should come up with. Uh, cons- consensus on top five for uh, for the whole thing for the group <clears throat> and if you don't Martinez how many games do you have I have eight so Luke you have you have like um, 20 so you have 10 because I'm only giving you 10 two, three, four, I technically five, six, can seven, do eight, 10. Nine, 10 wait I have 11 let me see I can narrow this down well okay well, you're narrowing it down to what Ten. Okay, I te- I can do ten. I the last two are kind of like a joke, but yeah, I can do ten. Um. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, I think I'm ready. Do you want to start? So I think that what we'll do is we'll just include him once we get to eight. So you do okay. 10, I'll do 10, or I can do 10, you do 10, I don't care. Okay, my number 10, well, what, let's do fucking uh, honorable mentions or caveats. Yeah, do your honorable mentions. Okay. I don't have anything for that, I'm uh, just at the table. Unbelievable. Okay, my only honorable mention is, oh, this is good, this isn't going to end well. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about my don't whole list. Don't hold that list. My list, Okay. My honorable mention is Luminous Remastered. Um, this summer, I, I binged that game for like two months on Switch and PS4. That way, I could play it on my big screen and wherever I went. I was freaking. OLED. I was freaking. I didn't have an OLED at that time. <laughs> I was freaking addicted. Like it was literally for a week. It was all I thought about was Luminous. Um, it's a fantastic game. It's. I mean, it's. There's not a whole lot new compared to the original. I wish they would have done like a best like a best of with songs from the whole series. Um, and the game is it loads slow. It's got a few glitches and stuff, but the, the experience itself is fantastic. But it's not super new. It just looks better. So that is my um, honorable mention. My number 10. Wait, what was it? My number 10 game of the year. I'm going to give that to The Messenger on Nintendo Switch. Develop, I forget who, who makes that. But anyway... It starts off like 8-bit Ninja Gaiden, and then eventually goes 16-bit, and then it becomes more of a Metroidvania. But the gameplay is super, super tight. It's, it's pretty tough, but uh, it's it's system of respawning and, and whatever is pretty relatively forgiving. It's not like you don't have to, you don't have to, have to start the whole level over again, but... Uh, Do you want to know the developer? I'm sorry, developer or publisher? I looked it up, that's all. It's Devolver, and then what's... Is it Sabotage. Name? Sabotage games? Yeah. Okay. Um, the gameplay is super, super tight, really well designed, really clever, you know, like boss battles and stuff. And uh, it's actually really well written. It's a hilarious game. You wouldn't think yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. Um, great action, very tight action. Must play for the Switch, in my opinion. That's my number 10. <laughs> okay, so my number 11 
which is an honorable mention, only because I only played 11 games, is Fallout 76. What? <laughs> I, it, Don't it's be part wack, of our dude. list. Don't be it's wack, part of our dude. list. Um, hey, it's a game. Um, number 10, I played very little of it, so it's not much higher, but it was actually pretty fun, and that is Subnautica. And it... Whenever I, w- I went to work one day and a whole bunch of people were telling me about like how, how I need to play it on the PC, so I picked it up and it was it was okay. It's not fantastic, but the the discovery aspect of it, like just going in a procedurally generated area to find things that, and you have to keep going down farther. And as somebody that likes the ocean, like myself, I I find it extremely interesting. So that's my number 10. Number 9. Um, shit, man. I don't know. What do you mean you don't know? Should I have to go with my number 9? Go with your number 9. My number 9 is Super Mario Party. At number 9. There's not much else to say about it that hasn't already been said. It's a good game. It's a very good game. Needs some tweaking, but it has. it's a very good game. So my number nine is going to be Dead Cells. Um, really? Talked about it. It's a game, a lot of fun. Metroidvania, Rogue Legacy, with some loot-type addiction-type stuff to it. Plays really well. It's it's One thing that's interesting to me about this game, um, The Messenger, and other 2D games I'm going to talk about, is that um, they all play really tight, but they have different feels. This is more of a it's a more animated type game, you know? Like, you have more frames of animation, so you kind of have to account for that when you when you run and jump and fight and stuff. So it's kind of a unique feel, but you need those additional frames of animation for all the different attacks you do. Um, it's a good game. We already talked about it. Number nine. Available on everything. <clears throat> do you want to do eight? Or do you not know you're eight? I know my eight now. Go ahead. So my, wait, did you say you're eight? No, not yet, but okay. I, I double I did double duty, so I figured you can. My eight is Celeste. What? Yeah. This is gonna end badly. <laughs> <laughs> is it way higher for you? Well you don't have to answer that. Yeah, I'm not answering that. Um my there, number eight is wait, are you saying anything else about Celeste? We already talked about it. Okay. It's a great game, but there was a lot of good stuff this year that I. This is my personal, like what I, well, I enjoy. Know. It's wrong, but yes, I know that. Um, my number eight is Forza Horizon Four. Um, it, it's good, but it, it does the same thing over and over. It just gives you a new area, but everything else is tight about it. The cars look great. The world looks great. The world is interesting. The world is full of stuff. I'm not much of a fan of the Horizon series. Because I prefer the motorsport side of it, but I got Game Pass, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> My number eight is uh, Super Mario Party. It was a game I played. I enjoyed it. You're wrong. It should be at number nine. I only had eight on my list. Sorry. That sucks. Are, are we on to number seven? I guess. Okay. God, this pains me to say this game this low, but here's the thing. is There's so many games in 2018 that I, I really enjoyed. And we're so special that, unfortunately, this amazing game is at number seven, and that is Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, let me tell you a little background about, about me and Smash Bros. 
since Melee, I, I honestly wasn't too hot on the series because it's, it's mainly multiplayer, and I'm mainly a single-player guy. And there's a few... It's fine. You know, when Brawl came out, we had a few people in high school that played it um, together. I mean, I had nobody to play the Wii U one with. Um, so I honestly wasn't big on the series. Uh, Melee was amazing because we had, you know, friends at school and my cousins and everybody. We always had people to play with. Uh-huh. Multiplayer Melee. And Melee, Melee was the best designed one by far until Wii U puts up a good fight. And then I think Ultimate beats it. Brawl definitely with tripping and shit just wasn't as designed for competitive play. Which translates, that does translate into, into casual play. It's just not as fair. Um, but Melee also had the best single player, in my opinion, because the like the adventure mode and was really fleshed out, and the uh, the events mode where you had fifty one events. Those were really cool. They were super challenging little uh, uh, events that were themed after different Nintendo games. That made it interesting. You know, Brawl had Subspace Emissary, which was good. Um, although Wii U was really well designed, the single player was a letdown. You had like yeah. the Smash Run or whatever that that yeah. wasn't. It was kind of weird. That was whack. Now, Ultimate, I was worried about its single player, but honestly, I really dig it. So World of Light, I honestly wouldn't recommend doing World of Light first because it takes forever to unlock characters. But World of Light is a huge map just filled with challenges, based after the the stickers, uh, which are all individual spirits. Yeah, indi- yeah, individual spirits that are all unique challenges modeled after the spirit, which. Doesn't seem like a big deal, but it makes it so addicting as a Nintendo and video game fan. Um, classic mode is great in this one because it's more customized. It's more like 25 different variations of classic mode that are tailored to characters, so that makes that replayable. I can just get on the spirit board and just try to get whatever spirit yeah. looks cool, and then two minutes later it refreshes. I'm like, oh shit, this guy looks cool. It refreshes, this guy looks cool. And then next thing I know, an hour and a half goes by. So the spirit board is very simple, but I got very addicted to it. If you're a big video game or Nintendo fan, you get addicted to it. Um, but what's so cool about like World of Light and the, and the spirit board is um, like the Otacon uh, sticker is is Doctor Mario in like yeah. a gray color. Like it's stuff like that that's so clever. Ness's dad is Invisible Snake yeah. because you only call him on the phone in the game. So that makes the single player awesome. So, like I said, I, I personally have not stuck to Smash Bros. because I don't have people to play it with, but this this game just does all that stuff right, in my yep. opinion. Uh, what are we on? Seven. Seven? Okay, I don't know if mine counts here, but you have to listen to an ar- to the argument for it. And because you put Luminous on yours, as an honorable mention, I did this. My number seven is Dark Souls Remastered. The reason why oh, I'm oh. putting it on... The reason why I'm counting it is because I never played the Dark Souls prior. So yeah. this is my first time with Dark Souls. Um, Bloodborne is honestly probably my number three game I've ever played. Favorite game I've ever played. Um, and because of that, I th- I was really hoping that I would get more interested into Dark Souls. I didn't, and I think that that's just because the world of Bloodborne is more interesting to me. With the blood, it moves so much faster than Dark Souls, as well, and I prefer that. That's the reason why I'm interested so much more interested in uh, Sekiro, but that's not important. I still like Dark Souls. 
Um, I feel like in order for Dark Souls to actually hit with me, I got to give it the two years I gave Bloodborne. Like, I played yeah. Bloodborne, and then I waited two years before I picked it up again. So, whatever. I still want to put it in the list of whenever I first played it. And I had a really good time. I did. I think I did the path wrong. I think I need to change up my path. I do plan on getting back into it very, very soon. Preferably before uh, Shadows Die Twice to try to beat it but i also have to work on spider-man so there's that but um yeah so dark souls remastered number seven number seven for me is going to be uh what's it called <clears throat> far cry five what's it called far cry five <laughs> no i'm making fun of you whenever you're like what's it called whenever it's right in front of you oh. you just have to read it I was on a different screen. But yeah, uh, Far Cry 5, just because I've always enjoyed the Far Cry genre uh, since 3. They tell... 3 to me was the best story overall, which you and I debated the other day, but... Um, five, I didn't debate the story. I debated the landscape. Yeah. That's it. And 5, five has a pretty decent uh, landscape. has a nice map layout. I like the feeling of, hey, there's three sub-bosses. Pick whichever one you want, but here's the benefits you get. And then just the challenges of getting those bosses and how eliminating one affects the overall gameplay on another on another part of the map. So if someone is all uh, run and gun or they have helicopters coming after you, if you take out that boss, there's no more helicopters later on in the game for you to deal with as you're progressing. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's just the Far Cry formula is really, like, like I mentioned earlier, like the Call of Duty-esque of it. Where it's it's it has that Call of Duty base fundamental, but with a great story that I think Call of Duty always fails at. Um, so yeah, Far Cry Five, number seven. All right, we're on number six. Um, I'm gonna have to give my number six to Delta Rune Chapter One. Um, as a a huge fan of Undertale, um, I was very very excited when. Toby Fox started tweeting weird shit right before <laughs> Halloween and then dropped this and didn't even say what it was. So and it's still unclear what it is. It's just an alternate universe or alternate story. Same world, different characters, different events and whatever. Um, but in terms of the game itself, the graphics are now updated from like 8-bit to 16-bit and it looks fantastic. The music is amazing. The music is wonderful, uh, as I mentioned earlier. The battle system is also updated. So like... Undertale is basically the same as like Earthbound 1 and then this is more like the 16-bit Final Fantasies gives you some more options and stuff so the battles are much more fun um, I'd say it's probably like a 4-5 to five hour experience um, and I, I can't wait for the next stuff which they they recently confirmed they are working on chapters more chapters when this first did they confirm that with the direct? yeah okay. so Toby Fox first said hey I made this chapter and um, I can't do it myself so if I don't get help, then I'm not going to make anything more. Sorry. Also, don't request to be my help. I'm going to pick you. <laughs> so it's like he made it really hard to to pass his test or whatever. But they recently said in the direct, more chapters are coming. Um, I, I they also said that it's out for the for the Switch. Yep. Free. Yep. But the other chapters won't be free. Right. I actually got really excited about this. This is the reason why I'm saying because I did not play it on the the computer. Yeah, I, mean, I played on the Switch and played Undertale on the Switch too. Don't tell me what to do. But um, at a base level, it's a cute indie game. But the thing is, when you finish Undertale and finish the multiple endings and learn 
like the very fine details of the story. That's where I really fell in love with it. Is there's talk about it because I yeah, 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 I'm not gonna spoil it if you guys haven't played it. But there's so much behind the scenes and like like stuff that you don't see that is it's it's a, a, an amazing story. But at the base level, it has really well written characters and lovable characters. So even in the short time there, fell in love with the characters in this different world. So only four or five hours, and I, I love the game, and it left a huge impact on me. Good to hear. Uh, oh yeah, it's me, isn't it? <laughs> you looked at me. I was like, it's not mine. Yeah. Um, for my number six, Luke stole it from me, and that is um, my number six is Smash Brothers Ultimate. Honestly, just reiterating everything you said already about it. There's not much else to say. Um, yeah. Number six, Pokemon. Let's go. Good very, one. Very nostalgic. I'm enjoying it. I'd rather play with the first 150, even though there's hints of some of the other Pokemon in the game as well. Um, they mentioned the other regions, so you can get variations on your Pokemon. So I have like a Geodude with hair from one of the other regions that I traded for. Um, haven't finished it. That's the Alolan version. Yeah, that, whatever. But uh, they mentioned all the other, like the Kanto region and stuff like that. Um, it's fun. I had to put it down just because I needed something to do on my long flight here. But from beginning to end, like as soon as I saw, hey, you need to do this to get a Charmander. You need to do that to get a, a Bulbasaur. I definitely went back and picked those up. I got the Pikachu edition. So it's really fun to walk around with Pikachu on my shoulder in addition to another Pokemon falling behind me like in the yellow. So, yeah, that's number six. Moving along to number five. I got to give my number five to Marvel's Spider-Man on PS4. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's a very good game. Very, very good game. Um, I did not think it would be as good as it was. They got the motion down right, which is fantastic. Um, did not believe that that was possible, but it was. Uh, a lot of fun to go around the city. Like, like we talked about on the map side of things, it's just an amazing city to swing around. Um, just the, 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 the day-to-day gameplay is just so fun. I ended up 100%ing and platinuming the game, you know, Humble Greg. Um, <laughs> so I would say it's like one of the best open-world games from the standpoint that I never 100%ed them. And now it is smaller. It does take a lot less time to do that. But uh, I think they got the open-world mentality right more than looking at just that aspect more than many other games because I I tend to just mainline them to get through it and I love this game I was super surprised by it I played the shit out of it as soon as it came out but it's number five because there's a lot of other great stuff this year yeah Uh, my number five is Dead Cells which is where that's where Luke screwed up um I really enjoyed that game. It's hard. I know it's a grind, but I I don't even care about like finishing it. I care more about going just just doing a run. Just being like, you know what? I got five minutes. Let's do a run. Because I mean, hopefully it doesn't last five minutes. But it yeah, I really liked it. It was a good purchase. I was really debating it for a long time because I'm not a big Metroidvania fan. Um, but yeah, I really like that game quite a lot 
Number five for me is <laughs> yeah. God of War. Because what we mentioned what? earlier. Yeah. What? I felt like like I got cheated in the story overall. Like there was wow. more to come. What? Yeah, as we touched earlier. It's number five for me, God of War. We didn't touch, we just said it was missing something. Yeah, that's it's not it missing four spot spots worth of stuff. Yeah, it is. No. To me it is. I enjoyed a good story. Overall <laughs> gameplay was great, but I got robbed in the story. You're gonna hate me when I tell you what number four is. You're gonna I'm gonna hate you you're gonna hate me whenever I tell you what my number one is. Okay. <laughs> Moving on from that uh, travesty, um That's ridiculous. I'm I'm called shenanigans. No, number four for me is the Tetris effect on PlayStation 4. When it comes to gameplay design, Tetris is the perfect game. That's not disputed. It is disputed. <laughs> not disputed. Um, not disputable. And this game just did it so right. And what's, what's great about Tetris is when you really get in the zone and you're playing for a long time and then it just goes from thinking about it to just being muscle memory and just reacting, you know, that's that's what they call the Tetris effect, or whatever it's in your dreams. It's the Tetris effect, and they designed the game to to give you the to, to give you that. So like, I don't want to think about four square, four block shapes in my dreams, Lucas. You ain't no bro. You ain't no. <laughs> that's why he's so good at it. Right? Yeah, you know. he just thinks about it. He's constantly building in his head. Yeah, well, you got to know the right way to to spin them around. You even know what a T spin is. You claim to be a Tetris expert. Do you even know what a T spin is? I don't claim to be a Tetris, Tetris expert. Or did wait? You did claimed I, it on the. I'm pretty sure on this part you did one. Because you beat him one time and you claimed it. Well, no, no. Okay, let me let me reiterate that. No, I, I don't am care. not. I am not a Tetris expert. However, I am just better at Tetris than you at that time. At that one singular point in time. That's good enough for me. Okay. Um, so the game is is relaxing and soothing, and it's seriously like when it, with the visuals and the music and the way the levels uh, uh, percolate is a word, good way to put it. Sure, I'll explain in a second. It's seriously like you you come away like feeling relaxed and feeling better. Um, it's so easy to get lost in. Like I was talking about earlier, like you start underwater, and then the dolphins burst out of the the sea, and then it's a big wave of music and stuff, or those kinds of things just. The first time you play it and you don't expect those, it, it's like a little feeling of joy. Seriously. Like, it sounds corny, but the game does it so well. Um, ton of fun. A ton of different modes. Um, it's it's cool. Like, they did weekend challenges. I don't think they do a whole lot of them anymore. But, like, there's a weekend and everybody plays, like, two or three modes and tries to score as many points as possible. And you unlock, like, special shit that way. That kind of stuff's cool. Um, it plays really well. There was a period of time where we weren't getting Tetris games that played well up until, honestly, until Poyo in last year. Well, so I was going to say um, Tetris DS. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was Tetris DS until then, Poyo Poyo. Yeah. Was it was a desert of Tetris games because it was EA and Ubisoft dicking around with a license and just cash grabbing and not giving it the love it deserved. Then we got Poyo, then we got Tetris Effect, and now we have Tetris 99. So it's... We're in a renaissance. Does anybody know who actually has the rights to Tetris? Like, how does that license work? Because everybody does their own version. I think it, they bid on it every few years, and but now, I think they, I think they changed something where now multiple people can use it at the same time. So is it? So it's, we don't have time for this. Well, I want to know about Tetris ninety nine. Who made Tetris ninety nine? Nintendo. It's all Nintendo. Okay. All right. The all the rights are owned by the Tetris company. Yeah, but they yeah they license it out though. Yeah. All right, so number four. 
Four. Number four for me is Spider-Man. Um, I don't really know what else needs to be said about it. It's just a solid game. It's a little too short for my for my interest. <laughs> Ironically, I'm the one that didn't finish it, but it's still a little bit too short, and it's extremely repetitive with some of the stuff that you do, but it's extremely repetitive on really good things. Like, the stuff that's really good, you do multiple times, and that... That puts it up to another level with that. Um, and honestly, it's the best Spider-Man game we've gotten since Spider-Man 2. Yeah. And that's really it. Nice job, Insomnia. Moving on. Number four for me is Detroit. Become Human. You have Detroit yeah. higher than... Yeah. It gave me such an amazing... I remember how hyped I was for that game last year when you when you put me onto it. And then uh, when it came out, played it, and I loved it from beginning to end. It was a great story. I felt I felt like I was in the game, especially because it's like, hey, what do you want to do? Do you want to riot or do you want to have a peaceful protest? And then, for example, like it was a lot easier for me to trade in God of War than it, I saw in Detroit because I oh go my back god and get all the web stories and try. You're to do so things. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's number four for me. Do you ever play Firewatch? We don't have time for this. We do. Yeah, we don't have time for this. I don't know how to play it. Okay. We'll get it. Um, number three for me. Okay. This is... This may be a contested decision. Let me explain why. We I don't mean, have time for this. This is, this is relevant to Game of the Year. That wasn't relevant to Game of the Year. Uh, your Tetris credentials are not relevant to Game of the Year. <laughs> um, this game came out for one platform in 2017. I played a bit of it. This game released for many other platforms in 2018 with new features and stuff, and this was the first time the majority of people who loved it played it. So I I know it's kind of a caveat, and it may not fly, but for me, it's close enough that I think i got to put Hollow Knight as my number three of 2018. With the Switch edition and the PS4 edition launching 2018... Um, I'm counting it if that's cool but Hollow Knight like this game is like too fucking good man it's made by three people in Australia and it, when it comes to level design art design music bosses secrets story it's got it fucking all it seriously does it's like I can't believe it's a team of three people it's unfathomable to me and it's a huge game it's, it's literally like 50 hours 15 bucks and it's 15 hours for the main story and they have four DLC packs that are all free. That you know, another ten or so each. One's a boss rush mode, which is insanely difficult, and like I don't know how anybody completes that. But the rest is like single player content. So it, you get a ton of stuff for fifteen bucks. It's extremely well designed. It's maybe the best Metroidvania ever. Like that's what I kept thinking. Like man, this it does this stuff better than Metroid. It does this stuff better than Castlevania. It does. It's, it plays way tighter and is way more. Um, you know, just well thought out than other indie games, other indie Metroidvania games. I was like, I can't, I just can't believe it. It was unbelievable. Seriously. Um, so I, I played like nine hours in 2017, and then when it came out on Switch, that was the perfect format because I'm kind of moving away from PC gaming a lot. But getting it on the Switch, playing it, that, this summer I binged Luminous and I binged Hollow Knight. But Hollow Knight is just, it's too fucking good, bro. So that's my number three. Uh, so... 
Game of the year, my number three is Celeste. That the game, whenever I knew it was a hard game, and whenever I got it because it was free for um, Xbox Live Gold, dude, I got an entire year of Xbox Live Gold just to play Celeste. That's how good it is for me. You I should have just bought the game. Or why? Why would I do that? Anyway, I mean, yeah, I guess I could have. It's a long story, really. But that's not the point. The point is that that I knew it was a hard game, and whenever whenever the the intro happens and it's Madeline telling herself, we've already talked about this, but yeah. Madeline tells herself, "You can do this." She's not only talking to you to tell you you can do it, but she's also mentally telling herself she can do this. She can climb this mountain. She can accomplish what she wants to accomplish. I played that game straight. I mean, I still haven't beat it because it's so hard but it's i'm the game is just amazing it controls perfectly you die so much but because of that portion that one spot where she says you can do this it it like changed my entire outlook on the entire game and like i don't want to fail madeline at i.e also failing myself by not finishing the game yeah and i it's and then whenever you see one of those strawberries and you're like, you can, I can get this somehow. I don't know how yet, but I will be able to get this at some point in my lifetime. And that I die like a million times trying to get one, but whatever. I'm fine with that. It's just such a good game. I love that game. I think one thing that I took away from it was at the beginning it says, don't look at your death count yeah. as a negativity. Look at it as you're growing and learning, and then when you finish it, that's how far you've come. Yeah. And, like, that's re- that's real shit, and, like, that applies to, like, life, you know? Yeah. And then when, and whenever she's, like, uh, whenever she's doing her, her mental problems, like, whenever she's struggling with things in the story... I I felt for her during that time because like I know that she just wants to accomplish something that for herself and it's it, I yeah I I feel so I feel like it's my job to make sure she gets up this damn mountain and I'm fine with that zero issues with it. Martinez, number three, four, yeah, three, three, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. What is wrong with you? A lot, but it's just from beginning to end a great game. And then living in that part of the world and being able to see stuff that I get to see in real life in a game, um, it just has so much. Like, it was hard for me to trade it in just because I felt like I still had stuff to explore. But I had already gotten the three major endings in the game and got the best endings. I was like, yeah, this is good to go, but... Great game overall. I mean, from what Assassin's Creed was back in the day to what it is now, it, it's it's a home run hitter, and it looks like it's going to be a, go- a home run hitter going forward for a few years. I want to yeah. apologize to all of our listeners for his list. <laughs> no, dude, I can't wait to get into Odyssey. I, I want to finish Origins, and I can't wait to get into Odyssey. Origins is what got me back into it, and if you like Origins, Odyssey takes that, and like the comparison I have is like Origins the cake. And Odyssey is the cake with the icing that you enjoy and whatever flavor of cake you want it because now they know how to bake. They're like, hey, what, what do you want? Like, what specific cake do you want? And that is what they did with Odyssey. Sometimes I question <laughs> whatever. All right. Okay, now we're on to number two. Yeah. Shit. All right. My number two video game of 2018 
Um, I'm going to have to give it to Red Dead Redemption 2. Wow. Um, this is where we start disappointing each other, I see. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. And my number one came out a little bit earlier in the year, so I feel like I'm trying to um, take into account the fact that I just finished Red Dead. Um, I was not anticipating much. From, I mean, I was anticipating a good game, right? Like, it, it, but my thing going into it is I don't want to be shooting bolt-action rifles, riding a horse around, blah, 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 <laughs> getting stuck on a train, and I'm riding a train. That's why I prefer, like, modern-era stuff because you are able to move around quicker and everything, right? Honestly. And it's, like, better shooting because you have more weapon options. So, like, this game's going to feel clunky and old. And it does a bit, but I, once you get used to it, man, it doesn't matter. Um I didn't expect the story to hit anywhere nearly as hard as it did. Uh, it does take a lot of time to get used to the controls and the mechanics and everything, but once you just put like eight hours in and that stuff all kind of clicks, uh, it just feels great. Once you unlock like Deadeye stuff and the shooting feels a lot better, uh, it all just comes together and then the shootouts are a lot more fun when you unlock that kind of stuff. Like I said, I just didn't expect a whole lot out of it and then I ended up just getting sucked in. Just sucked into that world, you know, eating chewing tobacco, or I guess chewing chewing tobacco, eating cans of beans, <laughs> you know, drinking gin. How many of uh, the hair tonics did you buy yourself? A lot. <laughs> well, did, you, did you ever get maximum? I got up to level nine beard, and then I had to get rid of it. So, we'll, we'll go ahead. The beard customization is great. A fantastic, It's just a fantastic story. I love the characters. Like, I just... I just want to wander around that world and experience the world with these characters again and everything. It's, it, it really is just a truly fantastic game. That's it? Yeah. So my number two is Red Dead Redemption 2. But now I need to preface this oh, by saying that prior to all of this, Red Dead, prior to me finishing the game, Red Dead was all the way down at a number four for me. And because of how it wraps up is the reason why it got bumped up to number two. And I think that that's a really big accomplishment. I got the maximum beard for the record. But it the... Spoiler. The scene where he falls off the horse and you find out that he has tuberculosis, for some reason, the scene before that part, I had a six beard. And once that scene happened, it bumped me up to a 10. It was weird. Like, there was no progression. It was just, bam, there it is. It when was, he falls off the horse? Yeah, whenever he falls off the horse and ran. coughing? Yeah. Whenever you first find it and he, like, gets helped to the doctor's office. Oh, okay. So, but, um, I, I don't know if I should save this for number one. I'll, I'll save it for number one. But I, yeah, to reiterate everything you basically said is what I'm saying. Um, I'm trying to remember that I just finished it, but there's one reason why I'm not putting it any higher, and I will get to uh, whenever we get to number one. Um, yeah, it's just an amazing game. Like, it's really a feat of accomplishment. It's yeah. all that it is. You. Number two is going to be Marvel Spider-Man. I think it... Like you guys touched on earlier, that it brought it back. I think uh, two was the greatest one. Um, it's a great story from beginning to end. The DLC, from what I played so far, is really good. Um, Real scale New York was really big for me. 
So when the game came out, I had already be out, been out of home for a few years, and to be able to go back home in a game and see it real life, and yeah, so that, that it was number two for me for that, and and just it's Spider Man. You can't go wrong with Spider Man. Hopefully, they get it together and make a great Superman game. They will. That's Next? Yeah. The big one. Okay, I was just building anticipation. So my numero uno best game of 2018, in my personal opinion. Um, it's going to have to be Sony Santa Monica's The God of War, uh, released April 20th for the PlayStation 4 console by Sony Entertainment. Um, uh, Interactive America. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay, the game, this game... What 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 can even be said? So let me break it down. God of War, great franchise. You know some of the best straight action games, PS2, PS3. I would say, but looking back on them, because I played three remastered. The gameplay is dated. The storytelling is outdated. Kratos is a very one-sided character. Like it's just rah 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 rage, kill kill kill, blah blah blah. It did. You know, now I played those games in middle school, high school, and now it just doesn't resonate as much. Um, they announced this in 2016. The trailer looked good, but I had my doubts. I was like, the, the behind-the-back stuff is cool, but that's going to be way too claustrophobic. Uh, I had my doubts. Like, Then the next year they showed a trailer where they fight like a troll or something, and I was like, this looks good, but really, how is it going to play? Um, and is, are they really going to be able to write a good story? Is, is Kratos finally going to make the turn? So, you know, it... It had no right to be nearly as good as it was. Um, honestly, I was kind of going to pass on it, but then I started seeing the reviews. I was like, I'll, I'll pick it up in the fall when it's thirty bucks. Black Friday. You were gonna pass on I was going to buy it Black Friday this year for thirty bucks or whatever. But the reviews started coming in ten out of ten, ten out of ten, ten out of ten, like high nineties on Metacritic. I was like, this, how this shouldn't be possible. Um, and then playing it, it's just so well designed. Every facet of it. And kind of like we talked about with the graphics, like Red Dead is a fantastic game, but there's um, slower parts, some more boring parts. It's a big-ass world. Some of the side missions are whatever. Like God of War is smaller and shorter, but every moment in that game is well-designed and well-thought-out. So it's... And they're both fantastic. They're both absolutely fantastic. So it's, I'm kind of like getting down to the nitty-gritty, just nitpicking, but every single moment is so well-designed and thought out and engineered the combat is so fun when you level up your stuff and add your runes and get your powers and shit the combat is so fantastic the even like the dungeons like every room in in the dungeon or cave area like there's one easy chest and there's one hard chest somewhere so you always like i i explored so much of these like caves and stuff the way that the story progresses you through the world and more and more gets revealed and you go to the elf realm and the lake drops and just all that stuff, it it works you through an open world, but it's really not open until like towards the end of the game. Um, it, I don't know, man. It's just every facet is well-designed and thought out and good. Um, I can't believe that they achieved what they achieved. It's just unbelievable. You know? Um... And it sets up it sets up like a cinematic universe. I can't wait to face Odin in God of War Two Ragnarok, or, or Thor, because they would call that 
God of War 2, God of Thunder, and then God of War 3, Ragnarok, where you finally face off with Odin. See, I'm fantasizing about what's going to happen. Like, dude, the game is just, it's too good. It's just going to follow the same storyline as the Avengers. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, like, just, man, you got to play this game. It, I think it's utterly fantastic, and it's, up, like, my favorite games of all time, like, at least top three or top four. Yeah. Is it my turn? Yeah. Uh, so my game of the year, no surprise, Assassin's is also Creed. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. <laughs> is also God of War, but I think that the way to, unfortunately, everything that you said was right. And I agree with that, and I keep touching the mouse like it's actually connected, and I disconnected it. But I, I think that you talked about God of War and why God of War should be number one, and I think that another way to look at it is why Red Dead is not number one because it's clunky. Yeah, it's clunky. It has Bethesda. I mean, not Bethesda. <laughs> Bethesda too. But there are certain companies out there that just get a pass. Like it doesn't matter what they do, they can make the worst game in the world. But because of what they did previous to that, they get a pass. For yeah. instance, Bethesda. For most of the time, Fallout seventy six is really making it to where they dropped off that level. But Bethesda, no matter what, they it could ha- be. Full of bugs, but because they made Skyrim and the Elder Scrolls prior to that, they get a pass for everything that they do. They had so many amazing games there that was together that they got a pass for no matter what they did. Um, and Rockstar is honestly one of those companies. They they get a pass because of Grand Theft Auto and stuff. So in Grand Theft Auto, nobody likes so you. You can't lie. Nobody actually likes the weapon wheel. It's there's no better way of doing it. I'll admit to that, but or at least not that I can think of. But they still get a pass, even like though that's it. still in their game. No, you don't. Yeah, it, I do. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. No, you don't. But be, it's quick and easy. It's not quick and easy. It's dumb. Whatever. There's there's a better way of doing it. They just haven't found it yet. If you play the game constantly, you know where your weapons are. I know where my weapons. I are. I didn't like the weapon wheel in Red Dead. I'll give you that. The weapon wheel in Grand Theft Auto is also not that good, but that is like a staple in all of their games. Continue on. Yeah, let me finish. But I don't think that because of all those things, the story of Red Dead, in my opinion, is better than God of War. God of War is an amazing story, but as we said, it falters at some moments where it's just like this is you're missing something. There's something missing. Everything and that may that may be put in later on, but because of all the other stuff with Red Dead, the story is amazing, but the fact that you can actually walk up to your horse walking through a town, you run into somebody, you immediately get charged with a bounty. Yeah. Like that is just a dumb mechanic that needs to be fixed. And because and normally a lot of people give Rockstar a pass for that, but it, us as an actual legit company in this entertainment media, we do not give Rockstar passes for this stuff. Therefore, they get a number two rather than a number one, and that's that. I agree. And the weapon wheel is not good. Fine. I think they did a good job with it, honestly. I, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, it's there's no better way of doing it, but it's still not good. Just letting you know. It's tough, man. It's tough. My number one? I don't know if I want to hear it. You got shitted on it already just now. Yeah. It's going to be Red Dead. Mm, that's fine. That was a given. It can be your number one. I don't think you can argue for it to be number one, other than it's your personal number one. There's a personal number one. It's just... They hit 
everything. Minus what you just brought up, the weapon wheel. <laughs> everything. I mean, for me, gameplay mechanics are great. Um, so you enjoyed walking through a town, bumping into somebody accidentally with your horse and be- getting a $5 bounty? Never happened to me because I'm a perfect horse rider. Okay, you never walked up to a horse and tried to get on and accidentally pressed the wrong button, which caused you to punch your horse rather than get on your horse? No, because in those six days I finished the game, I had all the buttons mastered. I had them. It literally just happened to me. Like, this time, I put, I beat the game. And me, as John Marston, I went up and punched my horse. And I was like, are you kidding me? No, I love the game. And he kicked me across the map. From, I absolutely, from beginning to the story was great. Like, like we said earlier, it was very... You care about the character. There's a lot of games that, going back to Red Dead 1, you cared a little bit about Jack, uh, about John, but not a lot. And then you became Jack, you're like, I really don't care about this guy. I hate Jack. You know? And no, it, you're talking about John. Oh, wait, no, you're talking no, about the, the first, first one. one. in the first oh, one, yeah. Sorry. And now in the second one, it's like, man, like, you're really into John. Like, I really, as I, as I started winding down, I kind of felt like the ending was coming. Any chance I got to do, like, one of those side missions with him, I just ran and did him because I'd rather do it with Arthur and just see yeah. Arthur's interaction and just the way, you know, come like, hey, so-and-so, like, let's fucking do him, you know? And it's like, yeah. all right, cool. Uh, yeah, I enjoyed the Arthur character. I wish there was a way to, aside from, like, going back in the game and, like, loading a previous save, there was a way to just play as him a little bit more in, in the world that I have going on right now with John. Um, mechanics are great. Graphically, the game was beautiful. It is. You know? Uh, yeah, I love the game. So it's my number one. I hate Jack. Especially because I sat there for six Jack? days and played. Yeah. The kid? I, I hate that kid. He is a pain. I the hate kid? that kid. The, the reason why I hate that kid is because... They're not going to be able to hear you. Killing time. Letting the dog out. Okay. The reason why I hate that, hate that kid... Is because I hate his voice. I don't hate the kid. I hate his voice because they got a grown ass man to do a child's voice, and it sounds nothing like a child. No, nothing. I don't know if you guys agree or not. Maybe. Okay. Good. I honestly didn't notice. Just listen to it. His voice annoys me. That, and I also, I'm assuming that this is going to be like, I. How does Jack go from in the second one being this like I'm gonna read and do nothing but read to hey my dad died so I'm gonna become an outlaw and kill all these people? You gotta kill him, dude. You gotta kill Jack. No, as Jack, you gotta kill uh, uh, Dutch or whoever it was. Yeah. Don't you kill Dutch as Jack? Yeah. I gotta Wait, play, do you? I gotta play. You? I gotta play Red Dead One. I thought, I, I thought that you put kill him as Dutch, but you go back and you kill. The the the, pin, the the whoever the fucks Pinkertons as Jack. Ask that question again. Sorry. Who do you kill Dutch as? Jack or John? John. Yeah, okay, it, but then you go back and kill the, the lawman. You go back with Jack to kill the lawman. That's what it is. Yeah. So the lawman. So then who kills Jack? No one. Somebody will. Jack goes on to live a beautiful life. So with Red Dead Three, you play as Vanderlyn. Red Dead Four, you play as Jack. Bring it all back together. I, I hope so. I really want, I really want the next game to be as Dutch. And we were also discussing since okay, what's our game of the year for the whole thing combined? Um, 
I feel like right now the vote is for God of War yeah. since there's two God of Wars and one Red Dead. Go ahead. But we have there's Red two there's two Red Deads and two and one yeah. Red Dead one. So okay, this is my thing. If right now somebody walked through that door and goes, "I want to play a game," I don't know what game. What game do you guys recommend? Not knowing anything about that person, I would not recommend Red Dead because of. How slow it is I really turns off. God of War either. Hold on, you didn't let me finish. I'd recommend Tetris. I was gonna say I'd recommend Celeste. <laughs> um, I take that back. I'd recommend Smash Bros. I'd recommend Spider Man. <laughs> Maybe Tetris as well. I'd recommend Fallout seventy six. That way they can rethink their lives. <laughs> yeah. What is this? I- uh, <laughs> this is hard. This year, there's something well, wrong with everything. Obviously, like there's no perfect game, but there's there's. there's do you let them play God of War and feel like something's missing? Do you let them play a Red Dead and feel like everything just moves way too damn slow? Do you let them play Spider Man and? Well, somebody holy they, shit! I, I may actually I said Spider Man. Spider-Man. Yeah, that's why I said. Spider-Man. Well, okay, that's what we recommend to somebody, yeah. but. But I feel like that should be what the game of the year is. No. No. Cause, really? yeah. No. Because no. I'm also thinking of someone who walks in as kind of like, I'm not that good with buttons or whatever. And it's buttons? Like, yeah. That's what I'd recommend. That's what a non-gamer would say. I'm not good at all those buttons, and Spider-Man is very straightforward with that. Um, and then everybody understands the Spider-Man story because they've been around it, and it doesn't take a lot to focus on that game. You could put it down for a week. Pick it up. No, you can't. But you're playing. You're on. You're on ultimate. And know where you left off. No, know where you left off in the story. Uh, You can quickly put it back together. Versus God of War. Like, wait, what was that guy's name that came and fought you in the beginning? I mean, same with Red. Was related to Thor. This down. That's why. Who the hell is this girl? That's why I didn't recommend Red Dead. I wouldn't recommend that to a brand new gamer or anyone who just walked in. It's like recommend. But think about it with movies. Okay, you recommend Toy Story three, but. The best movie is you know, of the year is like Blade Runner twenty forty nine or something, you know. Yeah, um, you know what I mean. I mean, I get it, but I guess you're right. So then, what would you say is, is the game of the year for us overall? I mean, so if you combine all the rankings, it's Red Dead. It's Red Dead, but also you had two people that said God of War is the best. So I feel like the one, the number one spot should be weighted though. Yeah. No, number one should be weighted, but the fact that we all had Red Dead and then one or and, two, yeah, and he he's the one that fucks it up because he's a piece of shit and has Red Dead at like twenty. Give it. To I mean, Rockstar. I got a war at twenty. Huh? Give it to Rockstar. Just go. I ahead. don't. I really don't think because I think then we're giving it a pass I think for it, all of its issues. You hadn't been kicked by that horse. You'd be like, no. Your brain no. cells are a little messed up. No, there there was another time. First of all, if I actually had a problem with being kicked by that damn horse, it would not be a two. That's number one. <laughs> the, another time, and there's another time where I the horse like jumped. My character somehow detached, and I'm not making this up. My character somehow detached from the horse and goes flying off the map. Like I ended up miles what away. Game were you playing? It, Red Dead. I've never had any of these experiences. No, I did. I think Red Dead with the story is fantastic. Even for me, the horse mechanics are realistic and they're perfect. And that's what I expect in a game like that. 
you know, no, like, this like Assassin's Creed has a horse in it, and the way you move across that map so fast on the back of a horse is unrealistic. But then you play it in Red Dead, and, and like, for example, the hell am I moving so slow? And for no, not even slow. It's a realistic speed, but then also like your horse has stamina, is getting tired. Your horse gets scared. See, and the cores. I don't mind the cores, but yeah. the cores are flawed. And then even like there's a part I remember I was going through a heavily wooded area, and I guess there was a branch that was too low. Smack me right off my horse. And at first, I was like, that's dumb. And I was okay. like, ah, you know you're, what, I could give it So you're fine, but you're fine with the horse also running into trees. Yeah, like you're it's getting a it. horse following your direction. A horse would not run itself into a tree no matter what. <laughs> and before you say it's a game, like you can't program that, Zelda did it. How many times have you ran into a tree on a horse in Zelda? And I that's lost, an untrained horse because lost, a horse is not going to run into I a damn tree. I lost my horse very early on in Zelda. You, that's that. the other convenient thing. You can get any horse you want. You just grab one. They're all over the damn place. <laughs> this you sound like the people that gave that said the dog in Bethesda and uh, Fallout Fallout Four was good. The dog in Fallout Four is yeah. the biggest piece of shit. I gave that dog up very quickly. Dude, I killed it. Oh, I didn't do all that. And I am completely against animal cruelty. I gave that dog up very fast. Dude, I don't know if I can live with myself walking out of this door. With Red Dead is a number two, is a number two, but you cannot give it the passes for all of its flaws, just because it's made by a rock star. When you put God of War and Red Dead side by side, what are you? When you're critiquing, let's say, game level design, right? Using that as an example. How would you one-up God of War versus Red Dead? Or whatever it is you're using to critique I, it that you're saying this is a one-up. Because, like, that story in God of War, as great as it was, literally I'm like, all right, man, we're going up this you, mountain. There's about you, to be another challenge. But you can't, flaw, you can't fault God of War for saying, yeah, we didn't put that in the game because it's going to be in another one. You will. You're right. We both said that, like, the amount of bosses in there is, like, you felt like something was missing. But those bosses can appear later in the game. Because right now, the whole story was just getting the ashes up that damn mountain. That's all that the story was. And that's why Red Dead will be better. Paid 60 bucks to bring ashes to a mountain. And it was touching. And it was a father-son moment. Did you... Feel as close to Kratos as you did. Absolutely, to, uh, I felt like Kratos was my dad, and I didn't want to. And I didn't want to disappoint my dad. I wanted to get up that damn mountain. I felt like the ashes were very significant. I needed to get the ashes up there for Atreus, not even for myself to appease Kratos. It was for Atreus because this is his mother. But that moment that you're there fighting, uh, what's his name on the side of the mountain? Micah. Yeah. And you're just coughing, and you're just fighting, but you want to fuck him up, but you can't, and it's just... I know. felt... But I felt close to Arthur, and I care about those people. And now, but that this, a, now that you have a beard, I feel like you'd be a lot closer to Arthur. I am a lot closer to Arthur. your oil, you know, because Kratos just starts with one. But you, you're in the process okay. of growing one out with your beard they, oil. They didn't have <laughs> beard oil in the in mythology. Have you ever heard of the, <laughs> the, the story of... Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> the story of Hades putting beard oil on his face? No, those don't exist because they didn't have beard oil then. Okay, Google. Beard oil. 
I can't. This you. I can't do it. I mean, if we d- ultimately decided, I would have to deal with it. But Luke, what do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna. Because you're just being quiet over there, looking up like some sort of. Looking up Undertale stuff. See, I thought he was looking up his like GPS. I, I thought on his way back because it's Luke. I, I figured he was gonna be like, no, dude, I'm looking at sneakers. I was looking at sneakers for a little bit. He told you the whole time we're having this argument. How would you rank them? Remind me to never go into battle with you, because God, you just leave me and start looking at your phone. It's a tough one, man. But I I gotta say, God of War. Why? Uh, I had more fun with it. Like I'm willing to say that. Yeah. Why? When it comes to best game of the year, Red Dead does so many things right, but it does have a lot of flaws. Like it takes, it took me eight hours to understand all the systems and the buttons and the controls and the cores and stuff. That was my first day. But yeah. It, well, I mean, yeah, it was, it was the Friday it came out. I don't. Like, I disagree with you. I bet it wasn't even the first day. I bet you think you understood it, but you discovered something along the way. You had to. There's always. For instance, did you know immediately that you should use the vermin rifle for uh, to like get certain kills? Yeah. No, you didn't. The challenges? We're <laughs> talking about just like quality. To get the weapon. perfect ones, you had no idea. There's no way you knew that. Yeah. How? When you look at the stats for the weapons. The stats of the weapons don't tell you anything. Yeah, they do. What do they tell you? They tell you what's more accurate. But they so you know damage. automatically no. which one you needed to do to get As the perfect. As I unlock the weapons, I say, "Oh no, I want that one instead of this one." I don't. I'm I'm really confused. So like, I used one of the repeaters a lot because it was a quick and easy. As I showed up, and I need to start shooting. Yeah. But if it was a close combat situation, I would use a lot. There was a. We're talking about there. hunting. Hunting. Yes. I use bow and arrow, man. Yeah, yeah, and you're right, and the, the the game tells you bow and arrow the whole time, but then whenever you go up to, like, get a deer, for instance, you can't use a bow and arrow. You yeah, can, and it'll tell you but that. it'll tell you later on once you've already progressed through the game. That's what I'm saying. Whenever you look at the compendium, because you have to have killed it to get it in, or studied it to get it into the compendium, and at, you have to do it so many times before you figure out 100% of things. For instance... I was also trying to shoot, like, alligators and stuff with a shotgun. But you don't use a shotgun. No, you use a rifle. No, to hide. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I you, knew that. Maybe. It says that very early on. I don't think you did. It says if you kill the animals with a certain sniper or the bow and arrow, you'll get a better quality hide. I mean, yes, but you don't know what exactly to use. That's what I'm saying. You can't just use a any... sniper... Or a bow and arrow. But you can't use any What's his sniper. name tells you in the very beginning, use the bow and arrow because it's a better hide. Yes, And then but you'll you get can't. a hint later on as you're unlocking weapons. Hey, use this rifle. And if you craft this type of round, it makes it easier. Like, for example, there's a certain round, like a small round you use to get small game, like squirrels and raccoons. You're right. But... I don't think that you're understanding what I'm saying. I didn't know that in the beginning. You're right. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that I don't think you figured it out in the first day. No. Because as somebody that I literally spent the entire... Like day three. I literally... There we go. So not within the first eight hours. No, that was our... What? That was like our... So you, 24, it, so like 25, 23. There we go. Okay, I just got to say, you know, 
It just takes a long time to get to get used to it. The game honestly plays super clunky. Like it's there's a lot going against it. It is there are a lot of glitches as well. I did experience a lot of glitches. And then when it comes to best game, like God of War, you're in it much quicker. Um, It plays super well, and I don't think I saw any glitches playing God of War. I don't think I seen a single one either. I actually don't even know. So there's a there's a YouTube channel that like they show glitches of games and I don't even think that they have one for God of War. Not interested. So that's <laughs> my argument. We can't convince you to do God of War. Zero chance. Zero. Just because of how that story ended, I can't let but that you, go. You okay? Let's do this. You want to draw it out like I was no, asking you? I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you that you don't know what you're talking about. Sorry, Luke. What are you doing? I'm gonna make him rank them. So, for instance, let's say okay, story. No story. What would you give out of ten? Ten being the best story you've ever heard in, in like ever Between experienced. Between those two, it goes to Red Dead. No, but what are you giving them? A ten. A ten for yeah. Red Dead. Mm-hmm. What? God of War is gonna be at an eight and a half. Perfect. Uh, controls. There's no way you can give Red Dead a higher score than for controls. A title. Again, I spent so much time on Red Dead compared to you. I mastered those controls. I'm not saying that you didn't, but there's also like, okay. So where are you? So where are you getting? We'll tie them at a nine each one. Because I'm not gonna save nine. Yeah, nine. nine. Graphics. Keep in mind that Red uh, God of War won graphics by a pretty good bit. I'm gonna give it to God of War just because that HDR. Because if you didn't, I was gonna yell. No, that HDR issue with uh, Red Dead. Okay, and that's a pretty big jump. Mm Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So ten and nine. That's not a big jump, but got it. What about um, what's something else, Luke? What did you put again? Uh, Story, graphics, graphics, controls. I would say like gameplay. But I don't think that he's going to actually do the right thing with gameplay where you include glitches. Mission design. Mission design. There you go. Hmm. I think you're being... I, I hate to say this, but I think you're being blinded by the fact that you just beat Red Dead. And then just beat Red Dead. You beat it a lot earlier than you beat God of War. And I think that that's putting it on a see, high pedestal. I think what hurts me with God of War is... I played all the other ones, and that's what I was expecting. And this was a lot slower. Yes, it had its moments of grotesque, which I really enjoy the God of War series. But it was a lot... If you played, like, 1, 2, and 3, it's... We're just gonna fuck shit up this whole game, and I enjoy that story. Where this one was more like, oh, I can't do it because of this, and now I have to spend 20 minutes going from one side of the map to the other and completing a puzzle. Um... But you never had to do that. You never had to go from one side of the map to the other just to complete a puzzle. Yeah, you would. You, Hey, we're going to go to this location. Then you show, oh, you can't just go straight through that door. You have to figure out which thing to hit at the right time with your, with well, your yeah, hammer. Yeah, but that's puzzle stuff. That's just like you just said the there's other... No, there's, you just said there's no... No, problem. I'm saying, like, they still never said, 
hey, you're going to have to, like, just do this long-ass strike. Because the one time that they said, hey, you have to do this long-ass strike, Namir goes, why are you doing this whenever you can literally go through here? And it's like a shortcut. Mm. Where it shows you, like, you, ma- it made you think that you were all the way on the other side, and you just had this long-ass strike back, but yeah, it's yeah. literally, like, right through a couple yeah. doors. So, mission design. Oh, my God, it's a red dead. You're crazy. It doesn't matter. We're not going to convince you. <laughs> what are the things you got? I don't... I, I really just don't think that you're looking at it as a whole... Memorable thing. characters? I'll give it a God Award. I don't think you would, but that's fine. I am going to give it a God Award. You're only doing that now because... I can't name all the characters in red. There's way too fucking many of them. Okay. And I can only think of Arthur, John, Dutch, who, like, really captivated me. Dutch. Charles. Don't care. That's you're you're arguing in the wrong it. direction now. Yeah. So, I'm just. You're arguing supposed to give me more characters. Yeah. Don't give more characters for Red. Okay. Well, he said that he's never gonna be persuaded by God of War. So the only other one that we can do, because I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm never gonna be persuaded by Red Dead, but I'm with you. We're like, it's just you cannot do it because of its flaws. There's too many flaws. We're giving it too much of a pass to allow it to be number one. So the only other thing that I can think of is Spider-Man. I'm not gonna give it to Spider-Man, and I don't want to. But I'd rather give it to Red Dead than Spider-Man. Hey, hear that? He's one we'll change. I'm, I would too, but at the same time, hey, I think don't want got, it to be number one. What do you want to change to as well? Which one? I don't want to change it to Red Dead, but if you're not gonna budge, I think we should change it to Red Dead. Would you? Which game would you pick back up and play again? If I had to start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. If I had to start at the beginning and I didn't know anything about the, I no, I know I would, anything I would, about the story. I would definitely. Let's say they more. perfected all those control issues you're having. Which game would you pick? I up? never, I never had control issues. I had a problem. No, with they, you can't control. say they're going to perfect this stuff. You got to take it for what it is. So for what it is, you're going to pick up a game again. I'm going to pick up God, God of War. Yeah, God of War. I'm going to pick up God of War because the story, I are the story's not going to change. In either one of them, but the story in God of War is just much more compelling, and it's right. It stays on track. No, I, I couldn't. I can't switch. All right, so we're just gonna do God of War one because of votes and <laughs> Red Dead one A. I'm, I'm done here. We're so, gonna share the title. You get half, and I get the other half. No, you get one less. I think. It's shared. No, it's one and one A. It's not one and one. It's one and one A. We're going to stand on the top of the mountain and hold it. You know what? Actually, I want you get one, and because because of the hexadecimal system, I'm going to do one F. And F is the highest character. No one knows what you're talking about. In hexadecimal. Well, that's a problem. Yeah, and F is the highest character in the hexadecimal system. Therefore, I get one F, and which is the highest it can possibly be. All right, heard it here first, guys. No game of the year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go. We'll see you next time. Yep.